Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. So number one thing, give yourself grace for things that you did not know and okay. were not aware of. Like if, if you're Christian, if you have certain belief systems, your God is not going to hold you accountable for things that you were not aware of. There's no accountability there that can be taken. However, you can be sorry. You can have compassion for how this affected her. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to do it different next time. Do the work so this never happens again. Why would I want to blame her and then repeat all the same shiz that I've been freaking doing? You tell me how much sense that makes. This is what everyone does. Yeah. Because we want to blame someone else for all the things. It's easier. That what does way. that get you, my friend? Show me the ROI of that. Yeah. It's negative every time. Like you're going to lose your money and your life and your time and your vitality and the best years of your life and the companionship that you say you want and the connection that you say you want. You're all putting it at stake. Yeah. When we blame, I can't blame her for being human. I can't blame her for wanting to be loved and, and cherished. I wasn't that for her. That's my fault. Now, granted, this is not the whole story. There's obviously, there's always more le levels and layers to this, but guess what? This is the second piece. I take responsibility for my participation. And that's the only thing I can control. So part one, give yourself some grace for the things that you didn't know. You couldn't have done those differently. Part number two, allow her to give you some perspective of how you were missing it and be willing to dig, fix it in yourself. If you do that, you come out with a W come out with a win. So you turn the worst ever, the worst possible result into best case scenario. So can I add a couple of things here? Yeah, go for it. All right. Because I know y'all going to get the end of this and you're going to be like, well, that's Seth, dude, he's crazy. Well, well, he can do that, but I can't. Yes, you can. I'm going to give you the one choice that you need to make right now and in the future, and you need to make it every day. Either whether you're before this transition, you're in the middle of it, or you're coming out of it. It doesn't matter. There's one question to ask yourself over and over and over again. This is it. Then I'm going to give you another one that's almost as cool, but not quite as cool. How can I make this the very best thing that's ever happened to me? Remember me telling you this? Mm -hmm. That question saved my life in so many ways. You have no idea. I know what it feels like to have anger so strong that you want to do harm to another human being. Not my wife. I, I know what it feels like to be in such despair that you feel like you're being ground into the ground, into the ground. And you have a level of feeling that you just can't even describe yeah. sorrow, pain, grief, trauma. How do you turn that in the best thing that's ever happened to you? Generally the answer is going to be, don't do the thing that you want to do because the thing that you want to do is probably something you're going to regret, yeah. which is why you should continually ask yourself this question and be conscious about it. 
is what I'm going to do something that I will look back on and regret? Or if I were to do this thing and my children were to find out in 10 years that you did such thing, would they be ashamed of you? I'm not, I don't like the shame boat. Yeah. Shame is not a cool thing. But when you're in these dark moments, it takes dark things to get out of it sometimes. Yeah. So I look at this. I'm like, okay, I want my kids to be proud of what their daddy did. I want them to look back and think, man, it's almost as if life is better now. I'm going to share something a little bit private, um, but I think it's important here. I get emotional about this because th these, are, these are the types of payoffs that, that I get for having gone through life this way. Every now and then my kids are asking me, like, why did you and mommy have to get divorced? So, and, and they've always been, I encourage questions in my kids. I don't, I don't shut them up. I encourage their free thinking. Yeah. And they ask me these questions. And my baby girl asked this one time, and my son is the one that answered. And he said, if mommy and daddy didn't get divorced, then we wouldn't have Mama Michelle. That's what we call Michelle, my wife. And that would make me sad. And I said, wow, we've turned the hardest thing ever into a beautiful experience for my kids. To where they can't imagine life without their stepmom. Because they are poured over. Yeah. They are loved from every direction. And I, I realize some dynamics are not that simple. And some things don't always turn out that way. But man, y'all have no idea how hard it was to get there. Because I had to ask myself these questions every day. So, second question. This is a leverage point for yourself to give yourself awareness and the ability to choose differently is where in this choice is my highest growth? Where in this choice is my highest growth? And if you calibrate towards the hardest thing possible, you're going to be right 99% of the time. Is it hard to walk up to a dude and punch him in the face? Depends on if, who you are. <laughs> or to blame somebody? Oh, yeah. Cast blame somewhere else? It's easy. It's easy. No problem. Come to thing number two or three now that y'all should write down. Do nothing unless it is with compassion and love. So no matter what is done to you, no matter what is said, return compassion and love. Yeah, I remember you telling me that right when like you and I had a first conversation when I told you I had just filed for divorce. And I, and I literally remember still, I was sitting in the airport on the floor and I was yep. heading somewhere. And um, I think, oh, I was going to Alabama for a consulting trip. And you were telling me, dude, whatever happens, what, you know, and in my mind, I'm thinking, but this woman's batshit crazy. Like she's fucking insane. And you're mm -hmm. like, 
I hear you, but you know, it was like that, that like, I can guarantee if you do this and, and that really was part of my, the beginning of some of my journey of, I mean, obviously I'd been through, I'd been going, I'd been working with therapists, I've been working with coach and like, and that was just a conversation you and I just had off the cuff, just because you care about people mm-hmm. and you wanted to know how I was doing. And, and I never forgot what that, what that means is you were not paying me money. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. We were this not in a, a client relationship. Had. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it was, it was impactful because to me, I turned it into what I, what I phrase is the same thing you just said, which is, you know, you were saying this earlier is getting an ROI on your tears. That was the asset you were talking about. And, and what becomes of that is the growth that came out of my journey was worth it. But all of that comes back to how I respond to her, how I respond to the situation. Instead of letting the situation own me, I take control over me and it changes the dynamic, changes everything. And that was like, literally, that was a couple months before I even started Empowered Man. And that was like, almost the like, aha moment of like, oh shit, if I can embrace that, and all, you know, myself going through it, other guys going through it, if we can embrace that, it changes the dynamic. Game changer. Because then you're leading instead of being the victim. That's right. And it's huge. It's, it's, it's the absolute hardest thing to do. Yep. 100%. There's nothing more difficult than being treated vindictively or whatever, you name it. Y'all, y'all been through some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't need to even spell this out, but imagine the last time that you feel like you were treated unfairly and you meet it with love and compassion. Yeah. It's, power. it's incredibly difficult. Yeah. But it changes everything. Everything changes the entire dynamic because it turns it into a win, bro. Yeah. Because every time something happens to you that, that would normally bring you to your knees, it might still, but you turn that into a win that will pay you dividends. Cause if you can show up, while you're on your knees, you're going to be able to have the power to stand one day. Yeah. And you'll be stronger than you ever been. I love that. Um, I have one final question before we talk about just kind of catching us up to, you know, how guys can connect with you. My final question is what would you say to these guys who are afraid of divorce? I mean, like you just gave us some incredible tips on how to like navigate some of these waters but there's an overwhelming fear, especially like you, right? You're successful in business. You know, this is a lot of our clients. This is a lot of the guys we deal with where it's like, they're successful. They're, they're crushing it. They've got the Tesla, whatever. And all of a sudden this thing just slaps them aside the face. And, and all they can think of is losing everything and, and all of this, like, what would you say to that Seth, you know, five, six years ago, whatever it was, you know, before the, un, you know, it's all unknown. What would you say to that guy? This is such a good question. And there's lots of different layers to this. Yeah. Um, let's talk dollars and cents. So depending on how your stuff is structured, divorce is almost always expensive. Yeah. So you almost can't look at this financially. Mm. You have to look at your emotional bank account as if it is more important than your financial bank account. Cause you're going to take an L on the finances anyways. Dude, that's huge. There's nothing you can do about it. And yeah. depending on what state you live in, I mean, you, but dude, is it worth seven years of fighting so that you save an extra hundred grand? Stop it. That's not the fight here. Cause you're, you're a man. You can go, you can go reproduce this income elsewhere. Like stop fighting it. 
That is so childish. And it's going to cost you massive amount of money in the long run because you're giving up your willpower. You're giving up your emotional stamina. You're focusing on pure negativity and it, it's, it's vitriol back and forth and fighting here and here and lawyers, this and that. When lawyers, it's their job to keep you fighting as long as possible. You're playing their game, bro. Yeah. Can't do that. So this is not a financial decision. You can take an L on the balance sheet. But if you do it properly, you're going to be back up and running as quick as possible. So I don't like to look at real life and, and humanity and this type of life disruption with dollars and cents. Because in my mind, if I come through this as a stronger person, having healed brokenness inside of myself, is it worth the payment in financial monetary ways? Is it worth that investment to find something in self you didn't even know was there? Is it worth the investment to become a person that you didn't even know you could be? 100%. I would give everything for that. Because what do I have in life if I don't have my own true, honest, full, integrity-driven self? Got nothing. Just a hollow mold of a human. So calibrate towards the growth and whatever financial scenario, whatever cost it is, it's worth it. If you do the hard stuff, this will be better for you because you'll come out the other side of this having been refined like silver, as the Bible would say. So instead of, in, instead of it destroying you, breaking you in all the ways, maybe, maybe this is what happens. It's like a mirror. You shatter, you stand in front of the mirror and you, you shatter the mirror. It's a thousand pieces on the floor. Which pieces do you think you should pick up? Chances are you have no idea which parts of you are, are, are worthy, which need to be left on the floor, which need to be repented of, which need to be fixed and healed in order to be put back together in this, in this tapestry that, that works. That's your job. So if you're considering this stuff, you should be nervous. You should face it with humility because it will wreck you if you don't do this properly. You have to calibrate towards your growth. That has to be the number one thing. You have to calibrate towards compassion and love. And if you do that, no matter the circumstance, no matter how long you have to do that, because heaven knows, yes, sometimes people are crazy and there's nothing you can do about that either. But if you return compassion and love for all of the circumstances that, that is presented to you, you're going to come out with the W and you're going to build something that you're proud of. And then when you meet your ex on the other side, it's like, wow, maybe sometimes she'll come to the realization of how you were throughout that mess. And maybe when you're ready, you're going to meet somebody that looks at your scenario. Cause dude, my wife, Michelle, she's dated a lot of dudes. She was single for 10 plus years as a, as a, you know, 25, 35 to 35 year old woman. Met a lot of dudes who've been through a lot of different things. Most of them have been divorced. Guess what she sees? If you didn't have a good relationship with his former spouse, 
giant red flag. <laughs> giant red flag. Because she, can, she didn't know if she can trust him. Yeah. Because the dudes always say what they know the girl wants to hear. Yeah. Not the actual truth. Yeah. So it, it's worth it to be humble, to look at this scenario, because it should scare you, man. I'm, I got no problem with that. Like, divorce ain't fun, dude. Like, you don't put this stuff on just because it's for giggles. No. It's real deal. You're dealing with hearts. You're dealing with souls. And it hurts like hell. Yeah. So that part, I don't know how to fix that. I, I was not the guy that, that wanted out. So divorce was kind of done to me. So that's a different dynamic than a lot of people who, who, who wake up and they're like, man, I need to be treated better. I'm probably not going to find that here. I need to get a different situation. Yeah. From that scenario, nine times out of 10, we are scared for the kids. We are scared financially. We are scared about what other people will think. Those three things are the major buckets of, of the fear that we have. So fi financially, make the, make the investment. It's super worth it. And I think you would agree with that. Yep. And as a divorced person, especially a religious one who goes to church and people know you're divorced, yeah, there's some, there's some social stigmas with that. But here's what's interesting. People respect those who have been through hard things and have come through it shining, brighter and stronger because it says more about you than the people who stay in small scenarios where they're weak, where they're trodden upon, where they don't rise up. That's obvious. So would you rather be that person that's weak and small or go through a transition and come out big and strong? That's a legitimate question. And as far as the kids are concerned, this is the number one rule there. Never, ever, ever say a bad thing about your ex-spouse. Not once. Yeah. Even if they say lots of bad things about you. You know why? They'll find safety and peace under your roof. And that is the very best thing that you can give them. Beautiful. And don't think that kids are dumb. They're real young when they figure this out. Real young. Because they can feel it. I mean, kids are more connected to their inner selves than we are. They can feel this stuff. Don't ever, ever share darkness with your children. That's their mom. Do not disrespect her. Especially not in front of them. If you're going to do it at all, I don't recommend you do it at all. Yeah. Not a good idea. And the other thing is pay your freaking pay your, pay your freaking child support. <laughs> Doesn't matter what she does with it. She can go buy some heels, spend it on whatever she wants. You're supporting your kids. In my opinion, you're not a man. If you do that, if you don't do that period, end of story. It's up to her to choose to do whatever she wants with that, obviously. But if you, if you stick to those principles, you're going to be fine. You're going to come out a better person, which is the whole point. Yeah. The whole point, I believe. Yeah. You turn this into the very best thing that's ever happened to you. And I look back on it, and it, it's not hard for me to look back on it and, and 
get emotional and cry because damn, it was hard, dude. But I also look back on it and I'm like, I can't imagine who I'd be without this. I turned this into an amazing experience. Yeah, I still probably would wish that it didn't happen at times. But I look at what I have now and it's 10 times what I would have had. I'm like, oh, I think I like this better. And I'm proud of that because that was difficult to build. That's awesome, man. I, I really appreciate you uh, sharing. We're going to turn this into a two-part episode because there's so much gold in here. I'm not going to edit any of this shit. Um, so, we'll, we'll, so this is part two that you're listening to. Um, so before we wrap, though, uh, I wanted to give folks a chance to connect with you um, on the socials and or online. The website you gave me was BreakthroughChallenge.com. Now, I personally went through that challenge before I started Empowered Man. And it was one of the driving forces that gave me the gumption, gave me the chutzpah, gave me the whatever you want to call it to go, I can fucking do this and I'm going to do it. And I did. And, um, and so, you know, to your credit, um, you have built an amazing challenge, in my opinion, probably one of the most, um, how do I say this? technologically engaging feats I've ever been through. And I've been in the internet marketing space for 15, 16 years. I've seen all kinds of stuff. And to me, that was the best challenge uh, I have ever been through or any course that I've ever been through because it's very focused, very on point. Um, so if you are in a place as a man and you are listening to this and you're like, I need a breakthrough in a certain level of life. Um, I mean, because Seth works with business owners, he works with entrepreneurs, uh, coaches, consultants, agencies, all those types of people. But really, even if you're not that and you want to break through, you're going to get some amazing principles, in my opinion, in that challenge. So it's breakthroughchallenge.com. And what would you have to say on that? Come experience it. And, and like you said initially, there's no way that you can come with a commitment into the breakthrough challenge and come out the same person. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. I love it, man. Thank you so much for sharing a ton of uh, wisdom bombs that you, I Absolutely. guess would probably, or other people would probably go, Mark, that was the most silent you've ever been. Um, because <laughs> I, I wanted to let you do your thing and I appreciate yeah. you sharing and, and spending time with this is an honor to me as you've you know spoken into my life um, through various facets of my life. Um, which is kind of cool. And, um, you know, th this has been amazing. So guys, again, breakthroughchallenge.com, Seth Ellsworth, you can find him on Facebook, probably Instagram. I don't know, Twitter. I'm not sure where you're at. I know we're friends on Facebook, but other than that, I don't know where you live. Breakthroughchallenge.com is where I live. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the best. Way that's to that's literally the best. That, that's it's the best experience I could ever provide humanity. Um, I poured my guts into that for years and years to get it perfect. To where you get the breakthrough you want. So it's a simple vehicle. You sit in it and you drive it wherever you want it to go in your life. No matter where you're at, it'll work with you. It'll work yeah. with you. It doesn't do the work for you, but boy, does it make it super simple and easy. Yeah. If it and it's, and it's not time consuming. That's what I, I would, you know, no, a lot of people think it's, day. yeah, exactly. The, the videos are to the point. The things that you have us do every single day were to the point. It wasn't a belabored like thing. It all works into one thing. And there's so many unique Easter eggs. I'm not going to drop them, but you're even given a chance to get out early if you want, but you'd be ruining the whole experience if you do that. So don't take that part, do the whole challenge and uh, let us know how it goes. I, I have that there on purpose, you know, because oh, I, know. I, I understand psychology. 
And I, I use all of this to get people the result that they're proud of. So yeah. it, it's all there. It's all there for you. It's ready for you. Anytime you you're ready so for much. a breakthrough. Let's cool. go. Yep. Breakthrough, breakthroughchallenge.com. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. And, uh, we appreciate you. Honored. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge, and I will see you on the inside.